This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes. Until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. Welcome to episode 17 of the One Was Had a Dream podcast. As ever, I will be tonight joined by Danny Baker uh, and our guest is Wimbledon fan Henry Robertshaw. Tonight we'll be discussing the uh, draw against Fleetwood. As it is the FA Cup weekend, we'll be discussing the magic of the FA Cup uh, and some of our favourite FA Cup games. Then we'll move on and talk about December. Who is it a big month for, especially with January coming up? Uh, which players need to find form? Do we move on loans? Who do we look to maybe sign in the January transfer window if we have cash? And then we move on to a little preview of Cheltenham and Atkinton. And first off, I'd like to welcome our guests, Danny and Henry. How are we, boys? Yeah, good to be here. Thanks very much for having me on. Looking forward to it. Good, good. Good evening, Lee. How are we? Very well, thanks, mate. Yeah, very well. I've had a wonderful week. I've been playing five-a-side with a new five-a-side teammate at work. London Stone. We're called. I wanted to have a slightly better name than that. Have you, have you played any five-a-side lads? Any good five-a-side names like Deportivo La Corona or, you know, the Steve Tallboys, something like that? What's well, so the one? Inter Milan or something, isn't it? Stuff like that. Well, it's probably a bit worse than that. But uh, I was bizarrely chatting to the lads about FA Cups and it's bizarrely, I know we're going to come to it, it's amazing how many of my the games that I remember the ones we lose. It's annoying. I've literally written down five great games and we've lost three of them which is annoying which is you know as you know Lou with your percentage is 60% oh, so, man, you, know, you have to tell me uh, five a sideways I retired a, a very long time ago I used to get put in goal and the worst one I had is when I went to roll the ball out and I rolled it to someone's feet straight in front of me and then he done a couple of flicks and nuts me and that was my time to can I just say it, I'm not putting goal I select to go in goal <laughs> I, I, I don't. No one. No one selects to go and go on five side. Don't be Henry. Don't. Henry, you play five side. Uh, now and again. Now and again. I. I. Um. I prefer watching to playing. To be honest. So. Well, you can watch uh, me anytime you like. That says to me that you weren't. You're. You're not very good then. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to say that. Lee, you know? <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, right, let's move on to the Fleetwood game. So I'll start us off uh, with Fleetwood. First half was absolutely horrendous, possibly one of the worst halves of football I've ever seen. Uh, we didn't have a shot on target in the whole of that first half. Uh, Fleetwood, obviously, I know they've just changed their manager, but they're not they're not a great side. And I just think we uh, just didn't turn up or we thought we only had to turn up and that was it. Do you think that was down to we played poorly or do you think the wind? I know it's a bit of a, a little bit Can't of a blame. pop out, but it was pretty minging. But I mean, did you go Saturday, Henry? Yeah, I did. It was it was what pretty was horrendous, fellas. I think. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to say that the give the wind as an excuse for being absolutely dreadful in that first half. But you looked at sort of when Hartigan, for example, and the back and Hennigan and Shocker were looking for those big balls out to the fullbacks and the wingers. It just like it just couldn't judge it. And it, it, I did feel. I did feel it did play a part, and especially with Zanev taking the goal kicks as well. I was I was in the main stand on Saturday, and you could see it. Would the ball would hit the halfway line, then just drop. So I think it's I think it's a mitigating factor the wins, but I think it, it's not an excuse really. But it's the same for both teams. With Hennigan, I don't know if you guys notice a lot. Hennigan loves a diag. He loves like going all the way across the other side, and I felt that every time that we attack, he was going sort of. Diag and he just wasn't timing it, and particularly the first half. I mean, I, I, I thought Fleetwood were all right to be honest. I thought they played quite well. I thought they got the ball down and actually tried to play. Was fantastic when the goal got disallowed, though. That was fantastic. And what is it about current footballers, by the way? They score. They have to do the shush or the ear. You haven't said a word to them at all, and yet that happens. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I, I don't get that bit either, especially when they literally weren't getting any stick at all. And then they give it all the big and in front of our fans. I, I literally thought, I thought, well, we're well lucky to get away with that one because it was never offside in a million years. But then if you've seen a couple of photos and stuff, yeah, it does I come off the was, geezer, you know. it does come off the geezer's knee who's standing in offside position. So, but I, I don't think you can use wind as an excuse. I hate excuses, especially with guys' football matches. Do, what was it windy just for Wimbledon when we were playing and the wind dropped when Fleetwood started trying to play football? I don't. And also, why is it with sorry, Henry? One last point for hear from you again is uh. Why is it every time we play Fleetwood, the weather is absolutely horrendous? Oh, my God. I thought that. it was. It, I mean, I know they come from the middle of absolutely nowhere, but it, it, it is always rubbish weather when we play Fleetwood. Really? Like that waterlogged pitch one? That's That, that was a joke. And then the wind. Okay. But can't use wind as an excuse. I've, uh, seen us, I've seen us play Fleetwood three times. Today, the waterlogged pitch, and then we lost 3-0 at home on a Tuesday night a couple of weeks, uh, a couple of years ago. And that is one of the coldest experiences I've ever had at a football match. It was absolutely dreadful and we were dreadful. Um, so it wasn't as bad as that. Um, just on Fleetwood, I was quite surprised, to be honest. I thought they were going to turn up and be absolute pony. I thought they were really well organised, especially in that first half. Five across the midfield just completely stopped any us playing at all, to be honest. And you saw Woodyard and Hartigan looking for those passes and they just they looked really frustrated. There's a few times that Woodyard was just shouting at Palmer and McCormick and whoever was ahead of him just because he had no options at all. So I think I think you do have to give some credit for Fleetwood the way they came out. No, I agree, I agree with that, Henry. I just think sometimes, like, we didn't have a shot on target in the first half at home. It was a bit shocking, mm. to be fair. But then not why not change it around and then maybe bring Presley to play along, Palmer, like everyone's saying, because obviously five in the midfield was just nullifying our midfield. So then you then put balls into Palmer. You have someone next. I know we scored because McCormick was next to Palmer. That was just lucky enough that three players went to Palmer. 
but I don't get why we have to play one up front all the time because for me it ain't working really. It's I not mean, in the second half though, we, we were decent. It was good to see Asal play. I know it wasn't as good as Crew, but it was good to see him play and to score a goal because I think that's the one thing he lacks that end sort of product, particularly finishing. But we definitely came back into it. It was just, I don't know about you, for me, the whole game hinged on the substitute situation. Now, I know the goal was the goal, and I, I the second goal in particular, and the subs are ready, but I just felt the moment we take off Palmer and um, McCormick, I don't really understand it from a, an attacking point of view, and you guys were there. The whole game moved back 15 yards towards our goal because Presley couldn't keep the ball or he couldn't get on the back because anything chipped over just ran away. And Chislik doesn't keep the ball as well as he could be. And we just ended up starting panicking and we went backwards. All because, in my opinion, we, it was very rarely do I actually come out and point a finger at Robbo at all. But I, I genuinely felt he got it wrong on Saturday. Really did feel he got it wrong. So this is my thing about you take part. I know Palmer, we're not going to see Palmer play 90 minutes of football, I don't think, for the rest of the season. No, I don't think we will either. But Presley's not a player who's going to hold the ball up. He couldn't, he couldn't uh, hold up a bag of sand, right? He wins headers, which is fine. But if you've got no one running off him, then what's the point of him winning headers to no one? Uh, and McCormick and Assal are too far away from him by the time he wins the headers. This is why I, I think they're signing up with Mabudi because... He's not coming on, and he's the one we've the only one we've literally got on that bench with pure pace to come on and do anything. I just don't get it. Like you take Palmer off, you really are losing the man, but he ain't gonna play 90 minutes. Well, the thing that's interesting, right? And I believe it or not, I was actually at work and I, in between working really hard, obviously. I was looking at <laughs> stuff in terms of I wanted to chat a little bit while we're here on this loan conversation around the loans. Now we had a big conversation at the beginning of the year, didn't we, about Robbo doing presentations and the clientele, right? And I'm looking at this year's loans and last year's. This year's, we've got Presley, Lawrence, and we've obviously got um, Mabude, right? Mabude doesn't get on the bench. I don't think anyone... Uh, we, everyone knows that he works hard, Presley, but he doesn't play. Um, and Lawrence is good enough. I was just interested to see what you guys thought of who, which year did we get the better loans? Truman and Walker who I think were Walker, no, Truman was okay. Steve Seddon, would he start in your team this year? Yes, but okay. it, 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 it's only Steve Sed the decent Steve Seddon that we had. When he came back, he was absolute pony. If well, I the 18-19 Steve Seddon. That's if I said one. today, we're going to have Steve Seddon, friend of mine, he's been starting at Oxford, would you take him, yes or no? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Darnell? Yes. But he's yeah. not again. He's not fit though. So you're taking. I understand that. And he hasn't been fit. And you're taking some. He was. Well, remember, are you taking? Are we taking Darnell? Yeah, you're. You're talking about. We're taking we taking Darnell Johnson. That we had. Not fit. We're well, taking Darnell Johnson. We've got two it. loans spare. Yeah, are we well, yeah of course, Darnell because we've, we've only got two centre backs. Yes. Okay, Longman. Yes, but he's scoring goals for Hull, so he's not coming back. I'm not talking about Pete. Lee. Okay, it's hypothetical. Oh, yeah, but these people are coming back. I'm saying. Would they get in the squad? So That's like me saying, would you take Lyle Taylor back? Of course you would, but he ain't no, coming back. I'm, not, I'm talking, the whole conversation is about the loans last year. Yes, yes, right. yes. Dobson? Yes. Yes. Right, okay. And the only one I think we can both agree on, Oxenham. Yes. And I, I'm not sure I would have him. With that in mind, we had got last year, Seddon started, Johnson started, Dobson started, Longman started, Truman started. This year, We've got three loans, one starts at most. 
have we got our loans right, gentlemen? Over to you, Lee, with your no, and it, this is going around the wheel, we're trying to work out what I'm talking about. <laughs> and I know what you're talking about, but this is the thing that kind of annoys me with that uh, Will Daniels, Joe Palmer thing, and the Robbo interview. Will Daniels or Will Daniels? Will Daniels, the interview the other day about we've got. Is it? Did he say we've got better loans or our loans that are currently out of doing better? And the the process and the spreadsheets that they've got means that we are getting better loans in where I'm looking at them and thinking like Henry Lawrence is probably one of our best players but can't get on the pitch for some reason but again is this a thing that Robbo he he has to show that his youth team players and his players are going to be better and that's why he's playing them what do you get what I mean by that because I, I know Shay Alexander and Nesta weren't his players so to speak but they play all the time and Henry Lawrence, uh, Henry Lawrence is better than even, both of them can't yeah. seem to play unless he's injured but we'd never get told that uh, Mavudi, he looked really, really good. Uh, and now he's had a couple of bad games, can't get in the team, which again, Robbo always said, you've got to give players time and they'll play. And then, But he ain't getting in the team. Unless they're sat up personally or something else has gone on, he, he's got bad attitude or something like that, you don't know. With regards to his personal life and stuff, that might be affecting it. Presley, I just don't rate very highly, considering that he's a Premier League, he should be a Premier League striker if he went back to Brentford. I know he wouldn't be getting in their first team, but he's at a Premier League club. Uh, and who's the other one we got on loan? Mabude, Lawrence, and that's what we got. It's Presley, Mabude, and, and um, Lawrence, Is Presley, Mabude. What do you think, yeah. Henry? What, what think, do you make of the loans? I think the thing is, I think at this level, your loans sort of have to be your stardust on top. Like you've, They've got to be starting every Great. week. And Lawrence, Lawrence, yes, 100%. Presley, I mean, I, I can see... He, banging in goals for Brentford B, but he's 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 clearly like a work in progress in a way that Force, for example, was pretty much a finished article when he he came to us. Um and Mabude, who knows what's going on there. But I think I think you've you need to they need to be starting. They need to be like the top the top quality players. Like we've got we've got League One, League Two standard players. They need to be the League One players now that are pushing for championship and Premier League players which I just don't see that Presley and Mabude are Lawrence I assume will be in the championship next year but the other two I just can't I just can't see it at the moment Dan your thoughts I'm a bit to be honest I feel like with with Presley we've got him a year too early for us I agree yeah. challenge the real challenge is though Lee and I'll speak to Henry as well because obviously he's on the pod um I think the challenge is is that I'm a bit unsure as to whether Robbo I'm sure Presley was a high pick. I've got no doubt about that. And I'm sure with the goals he scored playing for Brentford, et cetera, that he's obviously a decent one. We've obviously had a lot of loans from Brentford, at least three, I think, including obviously Oxen and Mads Beck. And, and four, it's four. Uh, four, okay. So obviously we've got a decent thing and we've probably been recommended him and, and he's probably come to us. I just, I find it a bit odd on the fact that we've gone about this in terms of we're going to pick the best younger players. But, you know, Dobson was a fantastic loan from Sunderland. Longman was a good loan from Brighton. I don't know how old Longman was last year. I don't know. But I just feel like we... we, we, we let me put it this way. Presley's getting more out of the loan for Wimbledon than we're getting out of Presley. Dapo's getting more out of the loan for us than we're getting out of Dapo. And I think Lawrence is giving us a 50-50. Whereas last year, I really thought we got a lot out of Dobson. We got a lot out of Longman. And I don't know whether or not we're getting as much out of those players. It's not their fault but they're not giving us as much as we're probably giving them as the experience. What do you think, Liv? 
Yeah, so for me, like the players that you've mentioned there, Longman, they've gone on to Hull to do better things. He's looking to get into the Brighton squad in a year or two. Who else? Uh, Force was looking to get into the Brentford team. I know it's a totally different year, but he was literally, as Henry said, the finish article, and now he's playing Premiership football. Mad back Sorensen, I thought he was absolutely horrendous for us, but now I he, did. I thought it was pants, and then he started thought, the championship. The now he year. and he's playing in the Premiership now. I just think the players that we've got are not going to. I don't think Mabudi, Presley, they're going to be anywhere near Brentford's team in the future. Never mind uh, that. They're not playing Championship next year. No way. No. No, I don't think Henry, they will. I, I think Henry Lawrence. I think Henry Lawrence will. Maybe Lawrence, oh. but the other two definitely not. I think the thing with Presley is I really want to see him playing with Palmer. Like yeah. I know we've only got two strikers, so it's really hard to put them on the pitch at the same time because then one of them gets injured or one of them gets tired, and then you've got to change the system entirely. I just, I just want to see what happens. Like I think Robbo said recently that he's been playing the three attacking midfielders to give us width. That's, I think that's fine. I just want to see, want to see something else because I'm sure, I'm sure Aaron Presley is a, is a good player. I, I just, I just want to find the way to get it out of him. Really, is Kadja chaps the Kadja sign in the end of Mabude? Do you think? Um, I don't know. What do you think that, of the to, to be fair, that totally. I I thought it was a nonsense signing. I don't get it. To be fair, not a nonsense sign. I just don't. The kid, the kid might be brilliant. He might love Wimbledon. And stuff like that. I know Robbo said it's not. Timing's a bit odd. It's not a what's it called signing. It's not one of them. Uh, he, he loves him because he's worked with him his whole life. He's 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 been training with us pretty much since summer. And oh, has that what been. He's been? He had, yeah, well, he was there in the preseason. He done the cycle. If you look, oh. he was there, and everyone thought, oh, he's he's probably training to get fit. I know he, the problem is I got with him is he's played thirty nine games since two thousand and fifteen. Yeah. Something like that. So he's he's injury prone, and do we really, as much as he loves Wimbledon, and as much as he might be fit now, do we need another injury prone player to come also, in? He probably probably cheap as chips, right? And he probably might do something for us, but I just I, I, I don't get the it. The timing, Lee. The timing. If you if he's okay, why have we not got him in August? Yeah, and if also they said injury rubbish. Why is he? Why have we not rolled him out then? And they said he would be involved on Saturday, and then he wasn't. I'm guessing that's due to paperwork and stuff because. He wasn't signed in time. What are you but... making of it, Henry? What do you think of the Kadja stuff? I mean, it's, it's a bit... It, you might as well do it, mind you. I mean, he's there. and But I, 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 was he was he involved Was he involved in the London Senior Cup game? Uh, no. Uh, no. It wasn't, was he? And I just don't... I, it's good to have him. It's good to have another option. Um, he's not going to be starting, is he? And he's probably not going to be getting on the bench. But if he's there and we're getting up... if Asal and Rodoni come down with something, then it's good to have him. So I'm not going to complain. As uh, as I think Lee said, is it, is it really the end of Mabude? Do you think, um, Henry? Is it is he is he possibly looking at it as a? Do you know what? If Mabude is not going to come off and Kadja's us because they're a like for like, aren't they? Let's be honest. Well, I think well, if Mabude comes off, then we've got to get someone else in January. I don't. I don't think. I, I, I don't think Kadja's the answer. To that I think he's cover rather than anything else. I, I okay. think. I think Kajia is an actual natural winger where Mavudi's not. I think Mavudi's more of a striker in my that's what he used to play at Rangers. I think that's where he played at Watford. Uh, we'll talk about that later on because we're going to discuss December and what players need to really okay. get into it. But my last point on Fleetwood, I think if we move on after that, we'll make our last points on Fleetwood. For me, the positives were a sales form. Last two games he's been he looks good again. Maybe a kick up the arse from Robbo regarding his sending off or not getting sent off. Uh, and also, I thought McCormick, again, scored, was in amongst it again. He looks like he's now got that position as his own. 
and, and he just needs to, uh, yeah, keep going, really. So my last question on Fleetwood. Two points dropped, one point gained. Which, which, which is it? I, I think going into, going into it on the back of the crew game, you wanted three points. But I think if you look at the performance and coming out of it, I was sort of like, I'll, t- I'll take a point from that. We didn't play great. We got away with it. We could have quite easily have lost that game. Obviously, we would have loved, loved six points from those two games. But I think four is fine. We didn't lose. I'll take it. Before the, before the game, I would have said it was two points dropped because you would have been going and looking at Fleetwood's form and thinking, we've got to pick up three points here. Uh, we beat Crew, so we picked up three points. And then on the actual game, you think, actually, yeah, it's a point game because we could have easily lost that game. But then when you go 2-1 up, you should be looking to see that out and win that game. But again, it's man management that we've said about before. So, Dan? Yeah, um, I'm going to disagree with you. I think it's two points lost. I think the fact that we got in front and we were playing well enough, um, I just felt... I. I literally, stupidly, I have this little traditional superstition that whenever we take the lead, I try not to look at my phone because I don't want to look at the lead table and get all excited or look we're in 16th or whatever. And I looked at it, stupidly I looked at it because I was like, how far, it is my fault. How far are Fleetwood going to be away from us? And I was, I always try and in the head go, let's get rid of a team, right? So now we beat Crew. I can't see Crew getting near us. So that's one out of the way. And I, I genuinely felt when McCormick scored that we were going to go on and win it. 2-1 and that was out and they were going to be devastated um, and, and, the, and when they equal, and when they equalised I just I just felt that it was a real opportunity for us to have a real spin and have a go and we didn't and I'm annoyed because I felt from a substitution point of view we got it wrong which is the reason why I feel like had he kept Palmer on and, and McCormick and let's be fair we don't know the circumstance it could be they're both actually out on their feet but Palmer was fuming to come off um, I, d- I felt I felt we I thought we missed out on on, on a, a great opportunity to really give us some distance. Hence why I, I don't think it was a point gain. I think it's too long. No, I, I kind of agree. And as I said, we'll move on from that. And if we get relegated, we know whose fault it is. It's Danny's fault. Every game looking I, at his I, I phone. To, and I have to take so. the responsibility on board. Right, we'll move on. And when we come back, we'll discuss the FA Cup and our favourite FA Cup games. The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. Welcome back. And as it is FA Cup weekend this weekend, we're going to be discussing our favourite FA Cup moments. Uh, who wants to start us off? Anyone want to start? She wore, she wore, she wore a yellow ribbon. I love that song. I Ooh. love that. It only comes out for FA Cup games. That's it. I, I love the FA Cup. I absolutely love it. I just feel I like do. nowadays it, it has the gloss taken off it. Because of, t- I know we sound like old school football fans, like really old. I Henry's young, so he might Sorry, disagree. Henry, we're going to bore you here for a minute. Well, but you see, I think wasn't one of the things we're going to be talking about is what do we still love the FA Cup? And I feel like we're just all going to agree, and it's going to be a really short conversation. No, no, no. Let's let's have a loving. Let's have an FA Cup loving. Yeah, the FA Cup the, the greatest. Greatest football tournament in the world. How can you get someone from? As I said at the start of the season, I started watching the team called Bazardon in the very first qualifying round. Uh, they had about 97 people there against Stansted. They won for, but they, they're all like plumbers and stuff like that who are dreaming of getting into the first round of the FA Cup and playing Wimbledon or like us now. We're dreaming if we beat Cheltenham, we then can get a massive game like Man U away, Newcastle against like the richest team in the world now. And you, you look back at old FA, like Chesterfield should have beat Middlesbrough that time at the semi final at Old Trafford where they score 
And obviously there's no VAR back then. And they would have got through to the final of the FA Cup, which would have been mad. I was asking the guys at work, bizarrely, they're all big football fans. And straight away that one came up in terms of like iconic, because I'm I remember like the the you know the year one of my games, bizarrely, was when we lost to Wickham in an absolute farce in the penalties at home when we should have beaten them away. You'll know this. We I went there. to the away. I got chucked out that game. I, I actually went I was to going minute with the line on. My mates will tell you, I was at the game and I was so thirsty. I asked the Wimbledon fan if I can have a bit of his drink. So I was like drinking his drink, this random Wimbledon fan's drink. Never seen him before. Don't think I've seen him since. Yeah, um, it comes and since. We, and we literally beat them away, but it was a draw. And then they went to ours and Williams hit, was it Mark Williams smashed it over the bar? And then they went on to play Leicester and then they got to the semis, didn't they, against yeah. Liverpool maybe? Um, yeah. But it is an absolutely it was, wicked competition. Wickham against Leicester is the one where they beat them. Was it at Villa Park? And, no, uh, Wickham beat Leicester at Leicester and Roy Sando scored and Laurie Sanchez was sent Laurie Sanchez was, yeah, he was in the, he was in the tunnel watching on TV going mental. Because uh, I was they, standing uh, next to, who's the American goalkeeper we had? Really tall geezer at Wickham away. Who's a really tall American Ian goalkeeper? Ian Foyer? Uh, no, I don't know. I can't remember his name now. But I was standing next to him and the referee gave that offside goal. The lineup gave the offside. It was never offside oh, in a million years. And I was going shambles. mental and I got, yeah, I ended up getting chucked out that game. Uh, and then I went, wicked, there's nothing more I, I honestly my lovely wife she's downstairs bless her but the, the when there's the, the actual draw oh mate I get so excited I'm you know just what we do draw, I'm like them I'll have them no I don't want them That's, I love it we play yes no game me and the boys on whatsapp so every time say leads come up we're like yes 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 and then like you get cruelly you're like no 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 and then it's like Someone's your WhatsApp shit. group must be rubbish on that. When you read it back, it just got yes, like, yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. no. Wait, the yes, no care. game, yes, no game, already. yes, no game is legendary, mate. Because it's FA Cup, you think I want Leeds away. I don't want Curzon and Ashton again on a Saturday freezing cold. Well, go on, then, Henry, kick us off. Give us your sort of FA Cup highs and lows. Uh, well, I, th- I think high uh, West Ham. Were you there? Only. I wasn't there. I was go- oh. I, I was moving house on the same day. So I was in the Alexandra watching it with a load of Chelsea fans. Um, but I think my, my main memory from it is that, that third goal, when you, you get to half-time, you're like, 2-0 up. This is... It's like for five minutes and Wagstaff little flick, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. And you're just like... So you get to half-time, you're like, okay, lads, let's just keep it tight. Like, we'll, see, we'll see what happens in the second half. And then Wagstaff scoring a minute after half-time to make it 3-0 and you're just like flipping egg <laughs> like did not absolute dreamland yeah did, did we play them in the same season in the the league cup and yeah. we, they battered the us in that game didn't they and then was it Rod Mc, Ron, Ronald McDonald what his name was he got, he sent, got off. sent off didn't he yeah. and then they went on and won two was that West I didn't go to the West End game I wanted to watch it with my boys so because it was, I think, what was it? A 5.30 kickoff, wasn't it, on the Saturday? Was, or Saturday, Saturday night. Or Saturday night. It was Saturday night, and I thought it's a bit far from Take My Boy. So we watched at home. And then when they bought on, who did we bring on who's gone Barnsley? The, the, the Civic. Toby Civic. Nothing, I didn't think. He came on, and I was goal. like, no way, Civic's coming on. He's useless. Oh, this is a joke. Like, they're going to get back in it. And then he passes it, Civic. I'm going absolute, like, me and my boy, there's a video of me and my boy just going absolutely ballistic when he... Edits it in back post, but that that was a class game to be fair. The West Ham one. I just remember. Is that the first goal. time we'd done something against a big team? Yeah. Well, well, we've England. obviously played like played Liverpool before. Yeah, but we lost. And... I just remember Wagstaff for the second goal, just running through, and I was like, "There's no one near him. Like, there's literally no one near him." And he's like running away from us because we're behind the goal the other end, and he just slides it in. And then obviously he scored the two goals, got massive hype, 
dyed his beard, didn't play against Millwall. <laughs> yeah, I'm the, not, beard, I, the beard was not blue, blue and yellow. No, it was like blue and whitey grey. Wasn't wasn't the best. The only thing it. he's ever done was dye his beard at AFC Wimbledon. I'll tell you what, though, the most mad I've ever been at an FA Cup game, my favourite ever, my favourite ever Wimbledon game for for North, for Wimbledon pre AFC was the Man United Cup home Marcus Gale header, which was amazing. But for AFC, MK away, <laughs> went to the Cup game, and it was like just the whole. It was the first time I think we'd played them, or the first time well I've, I've only been there once for that game it was the first time and it was literally like the atmosphere was horrendous like really tense to get and in before Jala made a massive tackle like on, on that prick tackle. yeah on that prick like, Lewington. did you see henry the um, mk was he a bit before I you no oh you got to watch the highlights uh, toby Ajala, who i thought was excellent by the way I know, I know the photo you're talking about. Yeah. Massive tackle. It, every, it, God knows what happened to the bloke. And then, obviously, I think it's Ajala, whips it in mid and header. In the bloke. Chaos. It's that Chaos. prick, prick Lewington has fucking captained them and been there for 50 years. Like, used to play for us and then went to them. Mate, absolute, though. Yeah, I, I didn't want to mention it because it is obviously the best that we've ever celebrated. It was, but, but... The AFC, that, that game, that goal, I think is the most bonkers I think I've been in a goal. Like I'll give very you... rarely have I lost like keys or phone. There was ten rows left or right. Everything was everywhere. Everyone absolutely lost it. And the worst thing about it, I know we lost two one. Stephen Gregory, right? Oh mate, the pass end. it to Strutton. It was literally like just roll it in the goal. Like pass it to Strutton. Just roll it in, and he didn't. And then they obviously scored at the end with like I think it was a, a like a deflection or something. Yeah. And I was like, Henry, this is going to be before your time as well, but Dan, you you might remember this one again against pretty much. A, I don't know why they became rivals with us, but they they somehow did, or they they are still. I think they hated us more than anything. But it's a uh, Crawley. Yeah, we drew one all away, and that was always a bit tense. It was the fourth qualifying round. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, that one that was for me drawing that one all, and then yeah, last playing year in. as well was a killer. It was a proper killer last year because obviously with the lockdown, it was on BBC on the. On the iPlayer, wherever it was, it was a bit bizarre, um, and we just never got out of gear, did we? At all last year? No, as I said, the, cool, the one I'm thinking about Crawley because we've done them at home, right? And then we end up playing Millwall away, and that's the first again on the, I think it was a Monday night, and we took and we sold out the whole away at Millwall. Four, one we lost, yeah. It's the first time home, like the top tier and everything, the bottom tier at Millwall away. Was that the first time we played like a league team in the cup? I don't yeah, think we I... got. I think was it the first time we got to the first round because Lewis. No, we we, more, didn't we, we we got to Wickham the year before and we lost to Wickham. Oh, and Wickham right, were yeah. top of the league two yeah. at the time. Absolutely oh. spanky. We used to get every team that was doing well uh, as ASC Wimbledon. We used always first round or fourth qualifying. We'd do. But another one, another little a little one I liked was remember the teams we used to play like Oxy Jets. Oxy. Do you remember them? <laughs> Oxy Jets and Debenham LC. Do you remember yeah. Debenham LC? I used to get so much stick from my mates because like, oh, you got this weekend? I said, oh, it's the FA Cup second qualifying round. We're playing a team called Debenhams. And they're like, oh, if you win, what do you get? Do you get Woolworths next week? Like, yeah, cheers, you fucking idiots. Like but West Ham think, last week. Cheltenham, decent draw. What are you thinking? It's a bit of a nothing draw, isn't it? I think like yeah. second second round's always a bit crap. So I think second round, you just want something, someone you can get through against. And I'm, I'm a bit worried about Cheltenham, to be honest. I think they're... They're going pretty well in the league. I think they're just going to be hard to beat. I can see us 
I'm struggling to see us winning it, to be honest. I think it'll be a draw, go to a replay, and then we'll lose, which is the worst oh, worst of all world. Coming, really, isn't it? <laughs> <my> <laughs> Sorry to put a downner on it. I have oh, to always win. watch whoever we lose to to find out who we'd have got. And then we, like, I remember we lost to Sutton, which was another killer. Oh. Sutton with bloody tubs. I was like, oh. oh. And then we, obviously, they had, do they have Leeds? And they beat Leeds at home, didn't they? Yep. Fuming. Absolutely yep. fuming. Who, do you remember Tottenham away, Dan? Yeah. Do you know Tottenham when they literally absolutely battered us? And I remember never, one of the best. And then Abdu hit that shot. And then we got a That's corner. It. We got a corner and we went like mental, like we just scored. Probably and all the Spurs like, fans are looking at us like, it's only a corner. It's like, yeah, but mate, you we literally touched the ball twice in a space of about 35 minutes. Yeah, we had one decent shot. Abdu, I think he hit a really, I think he hit the bar or something stupid yeah. from a mile away. And I genuinely don't think Noel Taylor touched the ball once that day. Like, genuinely, don't think he got even got on the ball. But one one of the worst ones, one of my worst FA Cup memories is Haringey Borough. We're talking oh, about them before coming so up because we bad. had them in London Senior Cup. But pissing down with rain, the team were absolutely awful. I was, yeah, going mental at our side at that time because obviously I felt like they were letting Neil Hardley down. Uh, he ends up leaving, and it was just horrendous FA Cup for us that that year, I think. And uh, yeah, but another one I just got to mention. I didn't actually go, but I wish I had gone. The maddest game ever. What about Curzon Ashton? You're 3-0 down against a conference North or Northern Premier League team. And then we come back to win 4-3 and scored three goals in four minutes. Tyrone Barnett scored. Uh, Tyrone Barnett, yeah. And Tom Elliott, peak Tom Elliott, man. What a player. Go on, Emery. My, no, that, that, actually, it comes up on my Twitter feed now and again, I think, because the first, because this weekend and it was there and I've just got to watch it every single time. Like, <laughs> you just, you just can't get over it, it? every single time. How on earth the Curzon guy was serious, though. Like yep. he, I remember that every time he shot, it looked like he was going to score. He, the first goal was amazing, and also it was a. I, I didn't go. A couple of the guys who went miles away on like a twelve o'clock or on a Sunday. <laughs> like, oh, twelve o'clock on a Sunday, and it was it was newspaper. It was like newspaper I mean, Liverpool with like Sanchez and Gerrard, that guy. It's literally like, knows what he's doing at Curzon. On Ashton. earth is it? No one even knows. I thought Curzon was the name of a cinema. Like <laughs> no idea where it was. Um, but it is just the absolute like the wonder of the FA Cup. It's that sort of the pipe dream. So what is the, okay, let's just hypothetically get to it. We beat Cheltenham, right? Who would be the dream draw? Get rid of the semantics about money or whatever. What is the dream draw? Where is it? Who are we playing? Henry, who's your dream draw? I want to be like a big away day, like somewhere like Newcastle, who are, Big Premier League, big Premier League team, big day out, and a bit rubbish, and you have a good time, and the, you know the team will actually go there and might actually give them an okay, okay time of it. Lee? My my worry about Newcastle is that they need to win game, they need to start winning games, and it'd be our luck that we get them, and then they they turn their form around Lee, by beating us, especially, especially as it's wait, and it's in January, so by the time January comes, they might have Mbappe playing for them. Lee, you wouldn't answer. even get to the game. I mean, you've been to Newcastle, oh, surely. Absolute what a gaff. What a gaff. You've not been there. <laughs> Gateshead on a Friday night, mate. One of the best days in my well, a weekend. What? Get yourself down big market. I'd, I'd like a Newcastle at home if we're going to play with Newcastle. But the big one for me would be, I think, Man United away. Get out to Old Trafford. Get that corner. Absolutely. 8,000 of us at Old Trafford. I, 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 normally, I would have said Arsenal, but we've done that this year already. Uh, I wouldn't want to go back there. I hated every minute of that, to be fair. I wouldn't mind a man you at Old Trafford or a big big one at home, really, where we can uh, 
sell out Plough Lane, get a load of away fans down, and get on TV as well. That that'd be awful. Man United away sounds good, but I've got so many like lads all around it who are Palace fans, and we've not quite played them yet. I love, oh, yes. I love Palace away. I'd love to be in the half away, giving it both barrels to so that Homesdale at the. Whatever they are, the Homesdale front, whatever they're called, yeah, just like ultras. for old times' sake, just to go back and absolutely give it some would be. That's, I that's, think that would be a right humdinger, mate. You've been on the show a little while now. That's probably your best shot that you've done since you uh, started coming on, mate. Because that Lee? that is a shot. I'd, I'd love that as well, especially if we could have like another Cole Eburn kind of moment, three nil up, Presley scores or something. Do you know what I mean? And that's all he ever does for us. I mean, we don't need to win. Just, just take the lead. That's it. Or just oh, equalise. Just score. Just yeah. It. Just big, massive. One. Yeah, massive cheer. Twenty-five yard screamer or a diving header back post. They win eight-one. No, win. I never. No, no, no. That's too much, man. No. Tom, get back into Thomas Farley. Have a few beers. Get in the halfway and absolutely out sing them stupid ultras. Well, they're not ultras. Palace Wallies. That would but, be yeah. right up my strata. Yeah, I like that one actually. But yeah, if what about money? I know you said don't mention money, but we're thinking money wise. It has to be like it has to be a Man U because Man U are the only team that ever get on TV all the time because they've got the widest audience. But you're right, but at the same time, think financially, right? You go to like an Old Trafford and it's a tenner a ticket. You go to Coventry or you go to Derby, it's 25 notes, and we're going to get 45% of that. So it will do you math. math I mean, my maths is pretty decent. And Man United probably might just about tip it, but you could go to a derby and know and and you could get do a decent amount and have a chance of going through. Did you pick a big team, Sunderland? Big team, probably no, charge 25, 25. No, if it's money, if it's money, pick, I ain't picking Sunderland in a million years, mate. But no, no, but if it's money, you're talking well, now about now. You've just gone from the best shout ever to the worst shout I've ever heard. I'm just talking about you. You're the one who brought out money, buddy. Henry. Get involved. I think third round of the cup, you've got to have United. Or someone rubbish that you can get through against, like Walsall or something. You've got like anything in the middle. It's just well, Sunderland yeah. aren't in the cup. They lost to Mansfield, so the jokes aren't <laughs> you. The only worry I've got right is the last two seasons we've lost to Doncaster after a replay in first round, and then last year we lost to Crawley in the uh, second round, and then like obviously I know we're counting our chickens. We probably lose to Cheltenham now on Saturday, but it is the love of the cup that everyone. I bet Cheltenham fans are sitting on their podcast going. If we beat Wimbledon, who do you want next round? I doubt they're saying Sunderland away, though. No, they're panicking about a south. They're not even going that far. They're taking it a game at a time. <laughs> We're the ones that are going Palace at home against the Ultras or whatever. Well, Chel- Cheltenham had City in the League Cup, I think. So I think they've they've had their time this season. And last year they had a sit in the FA Cup. Oh, it might they? be my... I'll probably think of the same thing. Anyway, they've had their time. I feel like it's... Uh, Emery, sorry, man. I know you're young then. I've got another one that you ain't going to be on board with. But, Dan, do you remember Chelsea at Highbury? Who? Chelsea at Highbury. That was the other one that came up at work today, too. Chelsea versus Wimbledon. Fozzie Bear, the guy at work, who was talking about it, and his mate Rushy, who's a Chelsea fan, and that came up. And I was like, I don't think I've left a football match as demoralised as that one. I just I... felt semi-final, would turn up, it'll be great. If not, we'll just kick a few people and we just rolled over and Zola just mullered us. We, did, we didn't even sell out, right, which which we would do now, as mad. Didn't even sell out. We didn't even sell out the clock end. I had a blue and yellow wig on. I had face paint all over me. And then we get absolutely spanked 3-0. And it was a spanking. We didn't even... I don't, yeah, we I'm, didn't even have a glove. No, I didn't even touch them. And then I had to walk out with all these Chelsea mugs. All get, oh, 
mechanic choices as well. I, I don't think you can call anyone a mugly with a yellow and blue wig on. Yeah, well, that's, that's the problem. I think someone nicked it off me and I was going to kick off, but there was a few more Chelsea and there was Wimbledon. So, but uh, yeah, that was disappointing, that one. That was really, that was, that was just proper demoralising. Do, you know, do you know what I loved about the old FA Cup though? Is like when they used to follow it from like nine in the morning all the way through till the game. So you watched the boys get on the coach. You watch them as they all go down Wembley Way. You watch what they have for breakfast. The whole build-up of the FA Cup used to be class. And the FA Cup songs, FA Cup suits. No, no, just, no, not the songs and the Spice Boy suits, mate. Yeah, but that's the part. I, I don't like, though, and I did like it, was the constant replays. Like, I don't know, way before your time, Henry, but it, was like, it wasn't like you get a replay and it goes to penalties. You kept playing. So Lee, Arsenal played Leeds one year, and like it was round six or round five. Arsenal and Leeds were still playing. They played every week, four or five games, until they got a winner after extra time. There was no penalties. It was brilliant. That, that's before my time, mate. It was before From your time. Like early, or early, <laughs> early 90s, that was. That was when Wanderers played like <laughs> in the don't, old days. Don't, don't try and get I've got a bit of a quiz question for you. Who was the first non-league team to win the FA Cup? First non-league team to win the FA Cup? No yeah. idea. I know, the first, I know the first team who won it. But... Tottenham Hotspur. Were they really? They were non-league at the time, weren't they? Weren't it? Yeah. Well done. Bit of knowledge for you. Right, boys. Yeah. We got anything else to say about the FA Cup before we wrap up? Just we're we're, we're going to win it. Any good FA oh. Cup goals? Huh? Any good? We well, ain't mentioned the eighty-eight FA Cup final, but I don't think any of us. No, were... too, mate. That's that's yeah. Marcus Gale's header all day for me was was absolutely the nuts. Giggs's goal, Villa Park, bang top corner. That was pretty epic. Really love that one. And also, there was a really good goal, Alan Shearer at Old Trafford in Spurs. <laughs> Top corner, that was mustard. One of, one of my best things uh, about the FA Cup is uh, Ray Parler was playing in it, right, for Arsenal. Uh, and the bookies had a special one called Massage Parler. If Ray Parler got injured and the uh, physio had to come on to him, it was like eight to one. And I had a bet on it because Ray Parler's a massive gambler. He would have been telling all his mates get on this, I'm going to go down at this minute, like the 80th minute we're winning. Or, you know what I mean? It was easy money. Yeah, a, bit like, a bit like the guy at Sutton who had the pie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Well, that's it. Anyway, <laughs> any favourite FA Cup moments other than Wimbledon and the FA Cup goals? Or Well, you mentioned that Giggs one. I mean, that was a replay, wasn't it? So yeah. This is, this is the things you miss out on if you don't have replays. I don't know. I can't remember when the, when the replays, like what round they stop happening now. But I just no, don't, no, no. I don't I think, understand I think why. FA Cup, FA Cup, it's... it's you get a replay. The League Cup, they don't. But it used to be there was no penalties. So you could play yeah. four or five games. But the gigs goal was fantastic. Yeah. That's the stuff you miss out on if you don't have, like, if you get rid of replays after the quarterfinals or whatever. That's the sort yeah. of thing you can get. Yeah, you all, all in one night. Yeah, you miss out on those great well, Last thing, sorry, before we go, is uh, one thing I don't like as well is having the semi-finals at Wembley. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely not. At, at the, the finals at Wembley? Have the semi-final at Villa at Newcastle. You've got so many brilliant stadiums now. The Don't have it at Wembley. It was good, wasn't it? Yeah, I like the old neutral venue, except oh, for the really? highbury one. I, I, I remember the Tottenham Everton one, and Tottenham Everton went round riot when they when they won United beat United ninety five. That was oh, could go on here about the FA Cup for hours. Yeah, love it. Great competition, right? When we come back, we'll be discussing December, and who's it a big month for? The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans 
for the fans. Right, we're back, and we're going to be to, to we're going to be discussing December, and who, what player is it a big month for? Is it a big month for all of them? Uh, boys, anyone want to start off? I'm happy no, to go. You can no. start off because you were rattling on in the break. Go on. So for me, I'd send uh, Presley. We've all and... got to pick one player. We've all got to put one player under the spotlight. Who's your spotlight, Lee? I've got too many to put under the spotlight. So you've, got, you've got one and we'll go round. I can't, you, well, you, one agreed. Right. My, my one under the spotlight is going to be uh, Presley, unfortunately. I've been a bit of a. I've been giving him a bit of stick. Uh, this season, not stick. I just critical. No, it is yes, stick. It is stick. It's you not stick. stick. I think I think the stick's valid to beat him with. To be fair, uh, I just I'd send him back. I don't think he offers anything. He, he doesn't look like a goal threat. You're you're having a laugh if you think he's going ten this season. I just I wouldn't. I, w- I think we've got probably better players already out on loan, and I think we're not getting much. As you said earlier, it's it's going to work out for him, but I don't think it's working for us. So. At the moment, I'd send him back and hope we can get another loan. In how many loans are you allowed to get in one season? Because I know you're allowed five in the match day squad, but how many loans are you allowed to get well, in a last season? Last year, last year we had one, two, three, four, five. We had seven last year. So, so, so still I, got think four. Can, I think you can have. I thought you could only have five in your squad, not the match That's day. It. Five in your squad general because we had Truman, no. Oxenham. Longman and Seddon, maybe, and then obviously Truman went, Walker replaced, and then we added on Do- uh, Dobson Seddon. near the end, and Darnell came in, didn't they? Seddon went, and Darnell came in. What do you think? What, what's what's your take on uh, Monsieur Presley, Henry? I, w- I mean, I'm not convinced, but I just I'm struggling to see what the options are. Lee, I'd be interested to see. Like, do you think would you send him back and give Cosgrave and Andrews one of them a chance? Because it would be a huge gamble to have one of them and Palmer and that be your only strike force. Or do we need someone else as well? See, my only thing about Cosgrove and Andrews, I don't think we can recall them. I don't know if we... I, I, think, I, don't you know if we can. I think we can in January. If we can recall Cosgrove, then I'd be recalling Cosgrove and I'd send Prezi back and have Cosgrove instead. Not Cosgrove Andrews. is... Not Andrews. I, I don't think Robbo fancies Andrews. I, yeah. I think he's decent. I just don't think he fancies him. Really don't. Uh, I think if you look in the Surrey Senior Cup game when Cosgrave played, he came back Sutton. No, it was the Johnson Paint Trophy yeah. where Cosgrove came back to playing it, but Andrews weren't saying. I don't know if he was, wasn't allowed or it was some agreement. I thought That's all the were playing the same night, weren't they? I, I'm not again. I don't know. I, I said I, I'd, I'd, I'd have Cosgrove back instead of Presley at the moment because Cosgrove is our player, Presley's yeah. not. So get. The thing is, Robbo wants to get these players playing football matches. And if Cosgrove comes back and sits on our bench, then he's not really then developing. But that's why I think we should have two up front. And I'd have Palmer and Cosgrove up front all the time. But Henry, would. I think, sorry. I think if you're going to get rid of Presley, I think you've got to find there's got to be another lone striker that comes in. I don't think you, you can't rely on Andrews or Cosgrave to come in and replace him. There's got to be, like, I, I don't know if there's someone else out there. The impression I get from the club is that there's no money in the in the in the bank to get anyone permanently, and they're going to be really expensive in January anyway. So I think I, th- I think if you're going to send him back, you've got to you've got to have a replacement ready to go and to know that they're going to be better. I don't know whether you can find that. So the rumours at the moment is that we're getting two players in on loan in Jan. One's going to be a striker, one's going to be a centre back. 
Uh, I don't know if they're coming from Man U. I'm just guessing on that because Cochrane sent two boys down for a week with our first team just to get them like to mill mix in with a first team environment because obviously they can't do it at Man U. So they come down, see what it's like to be in that professional football environment. And they also said that we are speaking, he, he knows Robbo obviously where he coached with us for a little bit last season. So that would make sense if we got two players from Man United. I don't know if we say we get rid of Presley and Mabudi, do we then, can we then get two more loans in? Can we then afford them? Because if we're paying, say, a third of Presley's wages or Mabudi, if they're, them two are coming totally free, then I can see the reason to keep them. But if we are paying some sort of their wages, then free that up and get two better players in. Dan? My understanding is Presley's free. That's my understanding. My understanding is Lawrence were paying a minimal amount, but he's on a massive wag at Chelsea and we're paying 1,500 quid or something, random like that. And I think for Mabuda, to be honest, actually, even Mabuda, I've got absolutely no idea. Hmm. But what I would say is I'd be very fascinated to know about the Millwall lad because we were very interested. The guy who was at Sutton, Olaya, Olo, for what his name is, been ripping it up for Sutton, did it last year. We were going to have him this year, but didn't take him because he was injured at the start. And he's obviously coming to the Sutton team and done really, really well. Um, but personally, I think it's a big month for Presley. I do think we'll see him, though, in January, in February, in March, April, May. I don't think we're moving him. Henry, who's your pick? Give us a player who you think it's a big month for and why. So I've gone for Ethan Chislett, um, who is it's, it's really strange. I was, I was doing some, I was looking up some of the stats earlier and Chislett so far this season has scored one goal, no assists. If you look at some of the players around him, Rodoni, five goals, two assists, Asal, three goals, five assists, McCormick, four goals, six assists. And he's like, he's played a decent amount as well. I, I, I he's, he's started a lot of games, he's come on a lot of games. And I feel, feel like this is the time where you need that little bit of depth in your squad when it's really like games every two or three days. McCormick, Rodonia, Sal can't put out seven, eights out of tens that that consistently and that short like time span. So I think this is the time that he needs to step up. And I I, I think he might be in the last year of his contract. I assume that we didn't sign a player from Met Police on a three-year contract. I assume it was a two-year deal. I think this is a big period for him to step up and show that he's a League One player, really. Is he? Is no. he a League One player? Unfortunately, uh, not. I like I, I like him. I really like him as a lad. I think he's been he's done well for us, but you can tell he's way off League One standard. Unfortunately, uh, especially with some of the kids coming through now from uh, you like Alfie Bendels and people like that who are going to be pushing him. Uh, I I just think unfortunately I think this is going to be his last season with us. Uh, I, I agree with what Henry everything Henry's just said there. It's a massive massive month for him uh, because he needs to start putting it on in the on on the pitch otherwise I think he'll be released in the summer what do you think Dan? Couldn't agree more I, 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 exactly what Henry said really likeable guy runs around again like like all the squad there isn't a single plan in the squad that I'm like you're not trying or you're not interested they're all running around and trying I just feel that he's he's come up a bit short um, whether whether he's got enough in him to show that we could really do with him. I don't know. I, I just don't think... The good thing is he does get in good positions a lot and he has decent opportunities, but he never looks like scoring. And I always feel like when he's got possession, rather than taking 
responsibility and going past the man or making that key pass, he'll give it to someone else. And, mm. and, and I just feel that he's, yeah, I think he's a little bit light on, on the quality, personally. No, I, again, I totally agree with that. And uh, yeah, Dan, who's your pick? My good friend, Nesta. I think it's a big month. And the reason why I think it's a big month is I think the emergence of Paul Osu. Um, I think he's been playing. I think he played really well on Saturday. I think he played really well at Pompey. Paul Osu was at right back. Yeah. On Saturday. Um, yeah. Oh, I, thought, I thought it was appalling. Sorry, Dan. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was decent on Saturday. Um, but I think that with with Osu being there, Guinness Walker's had a lot of game at left back. I think defensively. And I do feel sorry for him because I think that he's been told to bomb on a lot and he doesn't necessarily get the opportunity to do, possibly be exactly where he wants to be defensively. But I think this is a massive, massive month because I think there's a decent possibility that at least one of our players could well be on their way in January to balance the books, balance the signing. And if he's not, not that he's not careful because he, I think it, he could quite easily go to another club somewhere. But I think that if he doesn't sort that out, I think he could be in a really vulnerable position because I do like him again as a lad. I think he's got a good energy, but defensively, I think he's a massive, massive weakness of ours. Um, and we always get attacked down the left and we always get punished. Do you think that if if this is a big month for him, would we be looking to get a loan left back in? I mean, we've got like him and Osu. Do we get a loan in to provide cover for them if they not they don't step up? No, because I think both of them uh, are good enough to be League One players at the moment. I, 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 I think they need to be better. I thought again, I, I totally disagree with Danny with regards to Osu against Fleetwood. I thought he was it was one of his worst games where he was so good against Crew and Portsmouth. Before that, I thought he had a really bad game against uh, Fleetwood. But Nestor's, I think, just about good enough to be a League One player at the moment. He does need to improve on some of his aspects, but I think with the uh, with Jack Curry coming through the youth team, I think he really will be pushed next year. Jack Curry's gone alone at Eastbourne. He's doing really well, playing some decent football. I think at the moment, the problem with Nestor is he doesn't have real competition for left-back yep. because yep. other than Osu, a couple of weeks ago, no one even knew Paul Osu was still at the club. And it was only Nestor or Shea that you're going to have or Henry Lawrence. So it's three players between two positions where now we've, again, also playing a couple of good games. He's now put himself in there for left or right back. So there's four players now. I, I'd, I'd have Henry Lawrence above him at left back at the moment and Shea at right back. But yeah, I agree, Danny. It is a massive month for Nestor because, again, I don't get the shouts regarding him being a championship player yet. No, nowhere near. I, again, I think he's okay at League One. I think he's a good average League One footballer. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't have him he's in the championship. Fit. He's got, he's quick, he's fit. He does get up and down. He puts your ball in here, a good goal every day. There, there's obviously little, there's obviously, it's like the Russians when they pick players on like their physical status when they were doing gymnastics and running. He's He ticks a lot of boxes. He does tick a lot of boxes at NGW, as I'm going to call him. Um, but I don't know whether or not he's going to have the longevity in, in League One. There's one other player I was going to bring up who I think is a big month for, but I don't know if anyone else has got a player they want to bring up. I, I Luke McCormick for me. Okay, go on. Only because I just don't think he's... There's there's big things going around that he's on three grand a week or something. He's one of our uh, most expensive players wage-wise. 
don't think we've seen the player that was at Bristol Rovers last year just yet. As I said earlier, he he has he has he is getting into a little bit of form and he's getting a run of games now. Uh, but I think we need to see how many assists was it? Sorry, Henry, you said five assists, weren't it? And five or six, something like that. Five or six. And how many goals? Or you got rid of your stats now, Tom? Four or five, well. I don't know. I think he needs to be scoring more goals because he's not leaving. And I think we might lose Radoni in January because, as Danny said, we need to balance the books. And you can tell Radoni's putting it on a little bit more than he probably would have been, which says to me that he's looking for a move in Jan. And I just think McCormick now needs to set up and up his his numbers need more goals. The goal on Saturday was brilliant, but he needs to be doing it on a regular basis now. Well, Radoni's my pick, Bazzoli. He's the last player. And the reason why I'm saying it, exactly what you said, Lee, I think for him, it's a massive mum. Big for us, big for him. I think he is playing at a level which is, he's clearly one of our better players. I do think that there is plenty more of him as well. I think there's more room of him. But I think if he has a good December where he can be, I think, I think the shop window for a sour's moved. I think he's he's a summer. I don't I don't see anyone coming in and spending money on 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 a sow this January. Maybe summer. I, again, I still think we'll have him at the beginning of next year with a sow. I think he's not. He's been a bit too hot and cold, and he's still very very young. But with I think Radoni, if he has a good month in December and and to actually take some of the chances that he puts himself in a lot of good positions, I think there's a really good opportunity for him to to get himself a decent club. And I, I was interested with you guys, if you think, if he was, if we, you know, turned on the internet on, on January 15th and we found out that Radoni had moved club, where do you think he would, where, what kind of club do you think would take him and why? Henry, what do you think? Well, I think, I, I, I don't know whether, if he's in contract, is he in contract, out of contract this summer, isn't he? I think so, he's out of contract in the summer. It's a I really tricky situation. Be, but he is under it? 23. Yeah, he's really oh. tricky. I'd I'd see sort of like a top level championship club coming into him, something like Bournemouth or something like that. Really? Yeah, I think I think is, I think I think he's a good player, and like maybe being loaned out to League One again. He's not quite championship quality yet, but you see like players like Toby Civic, for example. Like, yeah, we were talking about earlier about West Ham and how we didn't think he's championship or barely League One quality, and he's turning out week in week out for Barnsley. And last year um, they're in the championships. Exactly. Well, so I think there's like, I think players are held back a little bit. And when you put better players around them, I think they they turn into better players themselves. So that that might be what I don't know. Don't know whether that's what happened with Civic, but it might be something that happened with Radoni. Hey, where where do you reckon? Play. Where where would you where could you see Radoni drifting into? See, that's what a great shout by Henry there regarding Toby Civic because when when we got three hundred grand for him, I thought brilliant news. We've just bitten someone's hand off for that. And now you look at him and think, as he got in the championship playoffs the other season and he was doing marvellous. He's with but, us next year. They're terrible this year. But Rodoni, I just I can't see him being in the championship, if I'm honest. I just don't think he's that good. Again, you watch some championship football, they are top quality ballers up there, move the ball quick. I just don't see Rodoni playing at championship just yet. I can see him maybe moving on to a Portsmouth, though, somewhere like that, who, who have got aspirations in this league and Ipswich. Someone like a big team like that, maybe even going up to say Sunderland or saying, where who is it? McGeady's coming to the end of his career, and they get a Radoni in to replace him. It's a tricky one because he's not quite good enough to spend a decent amount of money, and 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 loan him out, unless you're a top six championship club where you think, Do you know what, I'm going to buy him for. I mean, he's probably worth 
750 maybe. Maybe you might get a million, but I think I'd be really pushing it. You might get it with add-ons. So you can't imagine a, a top, top lot getting him. And I think championship, if he is going to go to the championship, you need someone safe. I, I said Birmingham. I said somebody like Birmingham who are yep. mid, mid-ish, mid-table-ish in the championship. I can't see him going down. Borough, I think they're a big enough club where they're, I would have said Coventry, but they're mid. Flying, mate. They're flying really well. Um, so I, I think a Birmingham type club, which is a, a big club who invest in young players. Obviously, they had Bellingham and a few others. I could see Rodoni playing or being in and around it, but I totally agree with Henry. I think I think he's he's probably, if I was his agent, I would be telling him boss this year. And if I was Rob, I'd be saying boss this year. And then in the summer, we get an offer, you can go. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll support you and I'll push you to wherever you want to get to. Um, but just don't do what Terrell Thomas did because <laughs> yeah. he was horrendous. But Because uh, we've not mentioned Mabudi. Is that because we think he's off in January, no matter what? He, he won't be playing much in December? Well, I, I think it's a huge month for him because if it, I think either way, he'll either start playing and we'll keep him or we'll get a better look. Or at the moment, we won't be keeping him because... As Henry said, the one thing that we desperately need to of our loan players is play them. And if they're not playing, what? Why have we got them? Yep. You know, if we're not, if we're not, if Mabude's going to sit on the bench, let's get rid of him. Put Quayne Bartley on there, or let's put Crosgrave or somebody else, anybody else. What's the point in spending money or or just having a player in the squad that we're not going to use? So who, who we're developing for someone else? Well, I think it's a, I think it's a huge month. But quick, quick, yes or no? Then Henry. End of January is Mabude in a Wimbledon shirt, yes or no? No. Lee? No, he goes back. Uh, Henry, any, any other thoughts on players or I, I, I was just thinking about Rodoni to be honest. I mean, like, how hard do you think we should fight to make put him on a three-year contract like we did with Asal? Do we need to, do we need to fight as much for him as we did for Asal, or do we do we let him go for 200, 300 grand? There's, there's two things I think regarding that is I don't think Rudoni wants to stay. As much as he loves the club and stuff, I think he has ambitions of playing higher. So I don't think he'll sign a contract now. So I think that might push our arm a little bit. And the other one is I think he's the only player that we have at this moment with real value that we can get half a million for, which is massive money for us at the moment. Uh, we've had debt. Uh, I, again, a sale, we were talking about a sale being worth millions. He's had a really bad dip of form. I know he's getting back now. Where if teams are looking at him, you probably would leave him with us for another year or two before coming in and seeing how he gets on. Where Rodoni is looking a bit more like he he, he could be only about I mean, a year away from being a finished article. I mean, could we afford a Rodoni new contract? I mean, he's going to want a decent... I mean, he's going to want a lot more, isn't he, really? Um, yeah. Whether, I mean, Henry, would do you think we could afford him? He's going to want triple. He's going to want triple his money. He's probably on a grand a week. He's going to want at least three, which is understandable. He can't be on much. Maybe. Well, I mean, we were talking about Kadja earlier as a Budo replacement. Maybe as a Rodoni replacement. Maybe the yeah. maybe the bid's already in. Maybe yes, good shout. The other one I was going to say, boys, before we wrap up, and we haven't mentioned, and this will probably be the last one for me. What about Marsh? Because I, I really rate Marsh. And as I said, when he first came in, I was expecting a big thing. I didn't think... I thought he'd be keeping Hartigan out of the team. And I know he suffered with injuries and stuff. But I am expecting a massive December, massive new year from him. Because he he, he, ain't, he ain't come here cheap. And we need to, again, our, our money needs to be on the pitch. So he needs to start... Once he gets in the team, he needs to take that opportunity massively now. 
I don't think it's a big month for him at all. And the reason no. being is, as you said the other day, would John Hart are going to set? So unless unless there's an injury, and you said it last week, I'm going to hold you to this, Lee. You were like, I'm not swapping them. I wouldn't change them. I wouldn't rotate them. It's it, it'll be it would be unfair for us, to, in my opinion. And I think he's one of the unlucky ones. He's been a victim of two players. And do you know what? Fair, it's just the swing to roundabouts of football, isn't it? Last year, Marsh is Hartigan. Can't get a game. Not sure what's going on. Goes that he might go out. Maybe Marsh might get a loan loan gig somewhere. But I can't see it being a big month for Marsh because I think I think they're set. I think Hartigan and Woodyard will play and they'll play. And if they get injured, I think Marsh will play. I'd, I don't see it being as pivotal. I don't see him going anywhere. Um, because of those two guys, but I don't know what you think, Henry. Whether you, whether I'm chatting, chatting nonsense, fam. I, I think, I think Marsh plays in the FA Cup. I think is, I feel sorry for him because he's got he's got injured at a time when Woodyard and Hartigan have just been absolutely immense, and then he's t- trying to come back and break break his way into the team. So I feel sorry for him. I think he plays in the FA Cup um, to get a few minutes, um, and then like. I think I think he will play a bit over December. I think just because of the fixture fixture congestion, uh, but I don't, I don't think it's really a big month for him. He's, I don't think he's really got much to prove, to be honest. No, again, that's a fair point. I think I think you're both right there. I think Danny, you're right with guys. He's been a victim of the fact that two of the midfielders that he's looking for a place have been excellent for us. Hartigan's form still massive, and Woodyard, he's the best tackler in the league at the moment. He's winning the most tackles. You can't drop players like that at the moment. And as I said, I, I wouldn't be dropping them for the FA Cup game. So, all right, boys, I think if we move on and then we we come back and we discuss Cheltenham and Accrington away. The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. back and we're going to be discussing the FA Cup game uh, Cheltenham and then we're going to be discussing Accrington Stanley. Who are they? Exactly. Cracking. God, that's cringe, isn't it? <laughs> Brilliant, Do you reckon they ever get bored of that? Accrington Have you Stanley. seen the advert, Henry? This, well, they're always really annoyed because like, it's just, everyone does it in a Scouse accent, but it's like, it's not... Ian Rush, though. It's Ian Rush, isn't it? If I don't drink my milk, I'm going to play for Accrington. Accrington Stanley? Who are they? Exactly. Is that Welsh? Um, I wasn't going to say it. I think we all know it's it's a Scouse accent, (laughs) Lee. I think we know that, don't we? Well, anyway, Cheltenham on Saturday. Let's worry about Accrington a minute. Cheltenham on Saturday. Uh, Henry's already alluded to that he thinks Marsh will start. Are you sticking by that? Who's starting for you, Henry? Uh, I, I think fairly full strength, but I think like maybe Marsh in, maybe Presley starts instead of Palmer. I've I can just see Robbo just like league is the priority, make a little bit, make a little bit of rotation to give a bit of. Not saying that's what I wanted to do, but I think that's what will happen. I get, yeah, I see. I get your point, but I think the FA Cup is huge for us. We need a. Hopefully, if we win, we get a massive. We discussed earlier, massive tire. We need money one to pay the coffers off, and hopefully, we can skim a little bit off the FA Cup money to give Robbo for January. Uh, and yeah, I think it's massive. I, I, I don't. I, I as I said last week, I think we start Hartigan and Woodyard. I think they start every week unless they've got a niggle. I, I do think he might put Palmer on the bench to start with, because you don't want to be losing Palmer at the moment uh, with Tuesday night and other games coming up. Danny, all strength, mate. 
both games. The following Saturday, we've got Wickham at home. Is it Wickham? It is yeah, away. Away. Um, so I, I think he'll, I think he'll go. I think he'll go full. I think he'll go full and try and win it in the on the on the first game or not not have a replay or anything like that. So I think he'll go full strength. Um, the only for me, the only questions will be. Uh, for me, will be Lawrence or Osser at right back. I think he'll keep Guinness. I think he'll keep Jocker. I think he'll keep Hennigan. I think Zanef plays. I think the two midfielders. I think the three top guys. I think I think he'll go full strength. So I don't see Presley um, at all. It'll be lovely at some point to see if we need them both in. But I think it's going to be. I think it's a real horrible tie because I think they're kind of a team that are playing quite well, look quite decent. Couple of obviously Chris Hussey plays for him at left back and. They just seem like quite a nice bunch of quite a nice club, and I, I'm, I can see us getting a draw. On a good day, we'll win. But are we good enough defensively to, to not concede? No, not at the moment. I, I think we'll. Uh, I think he might. The only change I can see at the moment is a, uh, Osu dropping back down to the bench and putting, uh, Henry Lawrence in, because uh, as I said, I didn't think Osu played well last week, so I think that might be the only change for me. Uh, as I said, but I, I, he might rest Palmer because, again, I don't think we're going to see 90 minutes from Palmer every week. But with Tuesday coming up, again, as Henry said, he might think league's the priority and the FA Cup needs to take, we need to get players out there to say, look, go out there and do something. But then we did that the other week uh, on, uh, was it Tuesday against, uh, or was it Tuesday, Wednesday against uh, who do we play after, London? Who do we play after Geisley? Who do we play after Geisley? Portsmouth. After Geisley or? No, Portsmouth, wasn't it? Because the London, we had the London Senior Cup game, didn't we, on Tuesday? Oh, don't, and we played, don't we played like that. five first team players. I said it was embarrassing, which I still believe. Chislett played, Marsh played. Uh, Zach Robinson's probably a good one. To, he looks like he's coming back, uh, which we need. We need players back fit. But yeah, it depends on what Robbo thinks is the priority the FA Cup or the league. What's your prediction then, Lee? Go on, kick us off. 2-1 Wimbledon. That's it, yeah? Just 80th minute, McCormick wins it. Doing a mini printer, yeah? Doing a mini printer and that's it. 80th minute, McCormick wins it for us. And then who do we get third so, round? Uh, we get Newcastle at home. Okay. Henry? Uh, I think, as I said earlier, I'm struggling to see us winning this, to be honest. I mean, like, looking <laughs> Cheltenham haven't Cheltenham haven't lost since 23rd of October which somehow was against Doncaster, who God knows how the hell they managed to lose to Doncaster. But I think that they're, they're going to sit back and it might be pretty similar to the crew and Fleetwood games, but they're just going to be better than crew and Fleetwood were. And I'm, I'm struggling to see us winning it. I'm maybe one all get a replay. Struggle to get through a replay. I mean, hopefully I'm wrong and hopefully we get Man United away in the third round. You're, <laughs> you're, you're saying we're going to have Man United. We're going to, okay. Well, I'm I, saying that Cheltenham are getting Man United away in the third round. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I don't say. Well, I think I think, and I'm gonna, I'm, I, I can't even, I can't even speak at the minute. I'm so nervous about it. I'm, I think we'll be in the third round draw. There we are. Whether we, I, I think we're gonna get a one-one. I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna take the lead and we're gonna have a nervy bit and we're gonna do typical Wimbledon, go backwards a bit and I think, I think it'll be a draw and we'll have a replay over there, which will be the literally. Is that the worst result possible? Being, yes. being, being, in, being in the draw, seeing who you could have seen what you could have won, here's what you could have losing the replay. 
<laughs> be like bullseye. Yeah. Bring out the caravan. But uh, I don't know. yeah, to be in the draw is brilliant because then you, you pull out Man United, it makes a game. But having another game with our squad at the moment, we haven't got a, a fully fit squad. We haven't got every player back. So I'm yeah, saying one one. I'm saying one one. I think I think Palmer scores again. Um, we're gonna huff and puff a bit. But I think you know Prezi will run around a bit. Trislet will come back on and run around a bit. It would, uh, 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 yeah, one-one. Sadly. Okay. What about Accrington on Tuesday? It, that is massive because they're dropping like a stone. They're they conceding really goals, cool, haven't they? Conceding goals for fun. Ah, uh, but it's a tough place to go on a Tuesday night. Why do we always play them on stupid like Tuesday nights? We played them last year. We actually mullered them on a Saturday, didn't we? That was the start of the the re sort of the regen of us. With you know, we beat Wigan, didn't we? And we beat Accrington. Which even we have played two up front, and yet we don't play two up front anymore, which is interesting. Robo loved um, it two up front, don't they? Yeah, Accrington are are struggling, aren't they? Fourteenth. Again, I think it'll be one of those ones where I think we'll just have to try and keep it tight first half and nick it. But it'd be it would be lovely to have a game where we actually really seem to get on the front foot and dominate and nut push about. Are we are we there? I don't think we're quite there yet. Nightingale coming back is going to be massive. Because I think I I don't think Jocker is I don't think he's a starter I don't think he's done a lot wrong and I I, I like the fact that he's put the effort in but um, I think that's a tough one I don't even want to say a prediction Henry go and say I was, something and have a think about it on the centre back <laughs> question uh, I was looking at who's going to be a big month for December Ben Hennigan's on four yellow cards so goodness knows if he gets a yellow card no it's all right because it's um it's ten changed, now, isn't it? it's changed oh is it really yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, was, I was imagining Shocker and Charles at the back. No, um, so, no, okay, okay, yeah. As soon as we get Nightingale back, the better. Um, Accrington, nervy one nil. I think I'd be be more than happy to watch an eye follow rather than making being one of those mad people going up there on a Tuesday night. There's a few of my mates going up there on a Tuesday to get the coach. Really? Yeah, I do like the chairman's great though, isn't he? Andy I love the Don't like the manager. Absolutely, no, he's a bit dour, but as I, I like the reason why I like them is I feel like they're a kind of club that are trying to do things the right way and they know where they are. And they, I was watching, I love watching his debates with fans, he's very engaged. Yeah, just just really about to say that, yeah. and he's was speaking about what some of the action fans are moaning about it. And he was like, Look, we can't afford it. So if you want us to have more money, get more people to come watch us because that's the only way we're going to do it. We need more supporters. We're bottom, of, I think they're bottom of the wages. Yeah. Um, Solely because they don't have any money, because not many people watch them, and they're like, "What? What do you want us to do?" Well, they're, they're what they're Manchester based near Manchester, aren't Manchester, they? Manchester. So yeah, it's going to be tough from Man City United. You've got also you've got your other teams up there now, and your Oldham's. Very um, Stockport. Been getting on. Has he been playing? I don't think he's played a game, has he? I, I haven't really kept my, an eye. I only seen. I've only seen their. I've only seen their forms being absolutely dire. Uh, I'm going to go with four-two Wimbledon. I think, as you said, Dan, if we can get on the front four, they're, they're conceding goals for fun. I think they were 3 0 down after about 40 minutes the other week against Sheffield Wednesday. They end up scoring two goals, but they're, they're conceding goals left, right, and centre. And I think we can, we can go out there and score goals against them. I just love their front two. Great, aren't they? Colby Bishop. Who's the other guy? I love Colby Bishop. He's really good. Someone, when I, I went on to the, I'd done an interview for the Accrington programme last season. And they said, who's the player you'd like to have at Wimbledon? And yeah, it was Colby Bishop. Scores goals for fun, mate. Well, that's, he's, he's sort of the dream of like, pluck, pluck, where was he? He was at Leamington. Pluck him out of non-league. That's what you want from your Met Police people, isn't it? To 
get them up and get them scoring 25 goals a season. That'd be nice. I thought they had two good forwards, but it's just Colby Bishop by the looks of it. But it's what Accrington have to do. Accrington do it. They get non good non-league local players. They get players that have been released at Man City, have gone to Oldham, not made it there, and then gone up to Accrington and stuff, or they've got someone that is decent at a non-league level and gone, look, come and play League One football. You're not going to, you're going to get 40 to 50 grand a year, but you're going to be a professional footballer. Even 30 grand a year to play professional football is still They've decent. They've also done the loan market well. Done the, they had a couple of Chelsea guys last year. They've got um, Trafford this year, who's 19, does, he looks decent. Pell, good signing. I love Terry Pell. Really like, do you not a big fan of him, Lee? No, nah, the most, probably one of the most overrated women and players we've ever read. Harry Pell. Okay. I called him the ego when he was at us. He thought he was better than us. So he's another one who was going to go to the championship and beyond. End up at Atkinson. Did you see the mistake he made the other week? Yeah. That was when he passed it straight in front. That was tricky. <laughs> That's the Harry Pell I know. Well, I think I think Atkinson is going to be a, a tighter one. I think, I, I just, I can't see us keeping a clean sheet. At any point, and I, I really worry against us when we're playing against big, big lumps, and that's what Accrington are all about. So, I'm going to say at, at least we're going to concede, and I'd like us to get a point. Um, so I'm going to say one-one again, two one-ones in a row, which is a little bit dull, but that's what I'm going with. I think Henry Accrington, talk to me. One nil, nervy. Oh, nervy one nil, gotta love it. Four two. I'm, since I link, I, I don't know. I can see it being similar to the Lincoln game, to be honest like get an early goal and just somehow hang on the second half to get three points up. I'll take it. I'll take it now. I'm trying to find a fixture in the Football League that is in a ground that I've not been to just so I can try and level with Lee on the on the league grounds. So I've got to try and... Obviously, Mrs. Mrs. B is giving... Little Bubby's arriving in January, so I'm like, I've got a window in the next couple of weeks. If Wimbledon... like. If I'm getting a midweek game where someone's not playing, can I get to a ground just so I can equal with the master that is uh, Finchie? I'm glad you, you told me that, mate. I'm going to go to a game now on a midweek. We can go together. You, we, yeah, we, you. You can, we can go parallel. Our numbers can be parallel. Do you remember that in school? No, of course you don't. Never went to school. Um, <laughs> Have you done the new happen. Brentford Stadium? Maybe that can oh, be, a, that can be your FA Cup third round. Oh, that's fine. We've got to do Secret Santa, haven't we, me and you? That's, Who are we going to, you know? That's a shout, that, Henry. I don't do uh, Christmas, mate. Can't stand it. Are you joking? Hate Christmas. What's the matter what, with you? What a waste of time. What a waste. What a waste of time. Right. It's this the is... season to be jolly. No, I hate it. Right. Freezing cold. You spend that's a fortune. Not, well, 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 that's not that's not Christmas's fault. Well, why you is it? Go to Australia around? and be a warm, have a warm Christmas if you want. Yeah, but I don't, right. Freezing cold. Okay. You spend spend loads of money that you don't, don't really spend have. loads of money. Just just right. spend a little bit. And you spend it with loads of people you don't really like because you only ever see them at Christmas. Why not see me throughout the whole year? Well, no, why don't not... you see people? Why don't you just go out occasionally and see some people? Don't, Rather no. than, or do you open up your door and just go random people running in and go, oh, hello? Don't, don't like Christmas. No, the music, hate the songs. People love Christmas. I hate it. You turn the radio on now, it's all Christmas songs. I, I'm just listening. I'm sitting there in silence now, driving around. <laughs> Just be like the Christmas trees on a lead sitting there inside. Because it's Lee Finch. Everyone calls me Lee Grinch now. Lee, Lee Grinch. Grinch. Hate it. Hate it. Father Christmas gets all the credit. I do all the work, mate. Do you need some credit? Should we, uh, we, everyone should write to you, should they? Uh, yeah, it's worst time. Nicknames for the Lee. The best Lee day Grinch. of the year. The There's only one. one good celebration. Boxing right. Day. great. No. Okay. Pancake Day. My favourite wow. day of the year. Well, I wasn't picking that. Yeah. What do you What do you have there, Lee? 
just sh- sugar and lemon. Sugar and lemon. Now, my girlfriend has gravy with them. What? My girlfriend's has gravy with their pancakes. Oh. Okay. Get so she's going to. She's going to. Henry, Henry she's going to soon be your ex-girlfriend, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not being rude. If my missus put gravy on her pancakes. She wouldn't be. Yeah, she'd be out the door, mate. Yeah, I'm, I'm not having any of it. Lemon and sugar for me. Ten pancakes. Oh, ten? Don't be stupid. <laughs> with lemon and sugar. Anyway, we're going with a bit of the stuff. Ten. Yeah, pancake day, the best day of the year, mate. And people wonder why I'm fat. Ten pancakes, right. mate. Ten right, pancakes. Right, we're done. on that bombshell, Henry's missus. I'm going to go and check for pancake. Pancake, pancake and, yeah, I'm just, pancake and gravy. What she think it is? Yorkshire pudding. Right. I'm, all right, that's it. I'm, that's, I'm done with that now. Right, right boys. Pancakes and gravy. It's, that's the name of the podcast. We've done it. Right. Thanks very much, Henry, for joining us. But, yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. Ridiculous shirt, that. Pancakes and gravy. I got, nah, that's me done, mate. I'm ending on that bombshell. There we go. Henry, enjoy the weekend. Coming, we won't be doing this again. Everyone, tell us what you have on your pancakes. Right, see you later. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Wombles Had a Dream podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Wombles Dream and on Facebook at the Wombles Had a Dream. Get involved. By the fans, for the fans. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.